What's up, world? Welcome back to Authentically Us, the podcast where we talk about what it means to be authentic in everything that you do. Guys, I'm the co I'm the I'm a co-host, I guess you can say. I'm the co-host, Conroy. We got Tony here. Tony, say what's up to the people, man. Yo, what is going on? Y'all are in for another good one. Yes, we got another great episode today. Hey, lean in. We're going to be talking about creative content. We're going to be talking about just life. Um, We got an amazing guest, the immortal DJ. He's going to talk a little bit about his life and his web series. So lean in, stay to the end. Check it out. Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Authentically Us. Today, we have Immortal DJ with us. He's a film director. He has a superhero web series called The Subjects. What's going on, DJ? Yo, what's up? Thank you for having me on here, too, for real. Of course, man. Talk to us a little bit more about what you do and who you are. Well, I am the forever man, your local inspiration, the immortal DJ, as I would like to put my tag on there, too, because, you know, I've been working on that for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I am, I'm a young filmmaker from Chicago. Uh, I've been doing filmmaking since 20, technic- technically since like 2008, but um, actual filmmaking itself, I've been doing that since 2017. Uh, like you mentioned i have a superhero uh, web series named the subjects i've been working on that since 2018 and it's been going pretty good i'm on my final season we gotta get this done and i gotta write this movie out so i can get that and i push it to the masses other than that i'm um, very creative uh i like to do original ideas so like not i don't really ride the trends as much mm. But so everything that I do, I'll either if I see something, I'm going to take that idea, but I'm going to put my own spin on it. So if we do a Naruto video, I'm creating my own character, giving my own jutsus, own little backstory. And then I'll tie that somewhere into the Naruto universe and put that out as an example. um, Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This is what I like to do. That's That's, awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's it's cool that you you aren't just like copy and pasting you know and you're doing your own thing um but before we jump into all this let's let's just talk about where did the immortal dj come from because you say you've been working on this tagline so tell people a little bit about like the history of it so the immortal dj well for sure my name is dj you know as well my nickname is dj and i've been trying to i was when i first started my youtube channel i wanted to do something that was like forever you know, something that I was like, I know I'm going to be here for a long time and I'm not here to play around. So I was just looking up synonyms for like what means forever, what means forever, what means going to stay here. And then I'm like, oh, I'm on the Internet. The Internet's going to be here forever. So I'm like, you know, I'm basically immortal at this point. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm just like, should I be DJ immortal or should I be immortal DJ? And I looked up DJ immortal. That's a whole different person. And I was like, well, I can't really use that. So I just put Immortal DJ. But I'm like, that's that's all. It's cool, like, by itself. But I had to put the the in front of it. So I was like, here, I'm the Immortal DJ. I'm going to be on the internet forever for a good time, long time, all that jazz. I love it. Yo, that's what's up. 
Uh, talk to us a little bit about what your childhood was like. Mm, my childhood, um, now that I look back on it, um, I'm spoiled. I was a very spoiled kid. Uh, <laughs> mm. I didn't get everything I wanted, but it came to me eventually, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that kind of like, I guess that kind of like forced me to, not forced, but like pushed me to do things on my own better. Like I had to learn to like pick myself up and like gradually do things on my own. I knew um, everything will change eventually. So I had to learn how to adapt to things. I had to learn a bunch of stuff, but luckily I did have my family to like help me guide me along on the trail. So it was pretty, pretty uh, happy childhood. Nothing too traumatic, you know? Yeah. Do you have uh, any siblings? I have two brothers. Yeah. They're, I'm the oldest of them. Okay. Okay. And both your, your parents uh, were, are together? Uh, no, they're, they were never together. They're separated. Okay. Mm. Well, not separate. They were just never together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, just for the people who who don't know, you are from Chicago. Yes, I'm from Chicago. I was raised in Chicago, sort of, but I like moved around a lot. So. Mm. Okay. Uh, when did you get involved with film? Uh. We want the you want the original original origin story or you want like the new origin story? Original. Both. No. both. Yeah, both. Okay. <laughs> ah. So let's take it back to y'all remember um jerking? Like you're a jerk. You're a jerk. Yeah. Yeah. So I was one of those guys. And what? Yeah, I was it's still why I got the odd future, so you know, like <laughs> I was definitely one of those guys. I was the guy that was in the mid videos, making the videos, doing the dance moves, all that with me and my friends. And back then I wasn't good at dancing. So I did more camera work and I was like, I was learning how to edit. I did the cameras and then like throughout school, I had uh, learned how to, excuse me. I basically learned how to edit on Final Cut. I learned how to like use a digital camera then it got broke. So then I got the little flip video. Got two flip videos and them both broke. Mm. So yeah, um, throughout like high school, I was just like studying photography, studying um, videography, and then Final Cut, uh, working on that. And then let's fast forward to like 2016. And I met one of my friends in college, um, Ron. He was like, he told me he did Vine and did skits and stuff and all that. I was like, oh, I never heard of Vine. What's that? So mm. he showed me these videos. I'm just like, oh, that's hilarious. And then mm. I told him, like, like throughout, the, I was still studying, like, film and, like, uh, photography in school. But I was like, oh, yeah, I write scripts and stuff. Maybe we could work on something to do it together. And he was like, oh, I could just show you how to do it. Oh, huh. <laughs> yes, you can. Yes, you can. <laughs> So then he introduced me to his friend Isaiah, who then eventually introduced me to Irving. Yeah. And then he showed me how to do like the skits and how to do like all these videos and camera angles and such. And I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> and ever since 2016, I started my YouTube channel in 2017. But like ever since 2016, a whole new me had like evolved into okay. the person that you see today. Wow. Yo, that's just up. I heard that they're gonna bring um Vine back. I heard oh. When, oh. I heard that they were gonna try to bring Vine back. I don't know if it will I don't know if it'll even work now, 
Um, it, it cannot survive now. No, <laughs> but not I with it, TikTok. I think it's really cool that um, I just feel like there's so many creatives who came out of that. It was a short Vine stint, um, and it, it's it's really cool to kind of see how you guys are progressing. Um, I did want to I did want to go back to one thing you said. You said you um, growing up, you had to kind of learn how to essentially fend for yourself, you know, cause you, you had a, you had a good childhood. Sounds like things were kind of like, you know, easy. What, what like triggered that thought process? Like, you know what, like I got everything pretty much I wanted, but like, what made you think like, okay, let me actually fend for myself and like make that decision to, to do these things for me. It was the, uh, like, since I said I'm the oldest of my two brothers, it was that older, I guess that older brother, Gene, <laughs> kicked mm. in around, like, when me and my brother, we had, I got separated for a short time, and he went with his dad, I stayed with my mom, that, whatever the, you know, mm. and um, I kind of just like, yeah, this will happen again, mm. you cannot let this happen again. So I had to like, you know, fully take up on that older brother mantle, like, yo, this is what I'm gonna learn and I'm gonna pass it down to him. And then I'm gonna show him and I'm gonna show my other little brother like that. But like the really the trigger uh, that like solidified it was when I moved to DC for mm. my high school career. And I was so fixated on like, I wanna stay in Chicago with my friends and this and that. And I knew everything over here. And the culture shock of DC was just like way too jarring for me. Until my dad like sat me down, he was just like, "Look, man, things things are gonna change. Like, you have to learn to adapt, to adjust, and like, you know, really look out for yourself and for your family at the same time." I'm just like, "You're right, mm. you're right." So like, after my first day of school, my second day of school was a breeze. Like that first day, I was like, "I don't want to be here no more." Second day, I'm like, "Yeah, I could do this. Mm. Pretty cool." And like, yeah. So it was more of a the fish out of water story, you know. Yeah, because Chicago it, and DC are very different, especially it's like culturally wise. Like, were you in like the city? No, I was uh PG County. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was over there. That's that's um as far as I remember. Mm. So so it kind of sounds like you were forced to grow up. In a way, in a way, yeah, that's good though. Because I feel like, as a, I don't know, as an older sibling, as an older brother, you know, I think that's kind of it creeps in because it's in the back of your mind. It's like, man, I need to get these things together so I can pass it on to my my little brother, so they don't have to go through that. Now, I only have I have a little sister and then two older sisters, but Tony has a younger brother, um, so. Tony, did you kind of feel that same thing as well? Of like, was there a switch for you? Like, oh man, like let me get things together. So like, Sean has something to look up to. Um, no, not really. But that's because Sean and I were never close until I moved out of the house. Mm. Yeah. No, uh, I, I I think it's good. I think I think it, I think it is a unique thing. Like when you have brothers. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I was um, that's a, the same for me too. Like my me and my brother, we were close, but we wasn't like we was always like this far apart from each other. And it just mm, stayed like mm. that 
until I moved out. And then he like had to go by himself a little bit. And then when I like visit a little bit, then that's when we got closer and closer. But right now we live with each other. So I guess we're cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Um, talk to us about your biggest inspiration. Uh, to be honest, music. Like, I don't, I don't know. I know when music became a big thing, it was middle school. And I heard Lupe Fiasco's The Cool album. Mm, and I yes. heard that. And that, like, triggered all the music that, like, I guess, because in the past life, I had to be a musician. Because I, I pick up on music real quick. I'm not a rapper or anything. But, like, I understand melody. I understand beats, tempo. Like, I'll be like, okay, I get that. And then, like, ever since then, I've been, like, putting music with pictures. And then mm. that kind of, like, helped, like, build my filmography of what things because i'll think of a song and i'm like yo this scene would go great with this song or like mm. this rapper would be great for this movie or like that and i'm just like yo this would be you know something useful so music has been a great huge main inspiration to me next would be anime but that's a whole yeah different thing <laughs> yeah well yeah is lupe from um is he from chicago yeah he's from chicago you know, you you hear about you hear about these Chicago rappers and artists like really, really influencing like the the culture there. Like it's almost like more than other areas, at least in my I would say in our generation. Um, and Lupe's music was very unique when it came out because it wasn't like like other stuff. And it sounds like, you know, his influence influences how you create because it's like you're almost kind of like seeing like what everybody else is doing with mainstream is and then you're like okay i see that but i'm gonna put my thought my creative aspect in that would you say like like would you like have you ever thought about like how that has influenced you not until today but now it makes sense <laughs> <laughs> i've been influenced Ah, mm. oh, I've been influenced since <laughs> I was a youngin. I didn't even know. <laughs> oh wow. man! Wow! Shout out to Lupe Fiasco. Okay, hey. look. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, I think about that. Like Chicago I, rappers, Chicago artists, like they really influence the culture. Now that you say it, like it's really every generation of a Chicago like rapper that gets big influences a whole new wave. Like, cause we had to be, I just looked this up, but we had Earth, Wind, and Fire, right? That's yeah. from Chicago. Then oh, you had okay. Spike you got Twista, Common, Kanye, uh, the 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 brat, the brat, um, Lupe, Chance, Chief Keith, G Herbo, like they all. Yeah. Influence generation of a bunch That's of crazy artists and it's like i'm i'm very happy to be from chicago because like we're always in the topic of conversation you cannot have a conversation of anything and not bring in chicago mm. especially the architect like the the way the city just looks like at night too i could i, I see y'all gonna get me get me going i ain't trying to do all that here. <laughs> Yo, I'm excited. I'm excited to check out Chicago now. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of Lupe, like I remember listening to his uh 
track kick push i was like i like this but it's so different it was uh that was the main song that like made me a fan of him i wanted to perform that at my uh at my middle school like i had a whole little play written out for it you know yeah. i wanted to do it but i was too too shy to do that so i wasn't going to do that now you mentioned um anime too and when i look at like your social media your your um everything you, the way you're creating your content i see a lot of anime um so how influential would you say anime was in your life and the reason why i wanted to ask this question is because um especially growing up i would say i don't know how it was where you were from but i would say where i'm from i would say that anime and black culture were almost like they they weren't one in the same i would say nowadays because i feel like a lot of my friends who are creatives like it's because of anime yeah. so like did you ever feel well first the first question is like how influential was it for you and then second is like did you ever feel like you have to you had to keep it like like shut like you couldn't tell people about it um to answer your first question it was it wasn't influential until recently I was there until I started actually making like my my uh, short films and my skits and stuff. That's when anime came influential to me because I was more looking at it more as like a I'm watching TV. This mm-hmm. is the most of TV I've seen, so I'm gonna try to use that TV to make my own TV. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. how that influenced me. And to keep them separate, to be honest, I I hear this question a lot. And I really be looking at people. I'm like, I never had to hide this. Like, yeah. I never hid my anime. I never really, like, was one of those kids that got, like, bullied or whatever for it. I was just, like, I had people I could talk about it with, and I had people I didn't. And mm. the people I didn't talk about it with, I just didn't hang out with them as much. Yeah. And so, like, I, I, My friend group is full of anime nerds. Like, they all watch anime. They don't all watch the same things I watch, but we all just generally watch anime. We all was, like, Hey, you play Pokemon? Yeah, me too. Okay, <laughs> all right, let's go get some ice cream, guys. Like, you know, <laughs> like so. I guess I would be like the few rare to ever. I never had to hide it. I, it was always a thing. I just didn't have like you know the money to buy the merch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I think anime is like. I feel like a lot of people are almost like coming out. Like, yeah, I watch anime because it's yeah, it's, right. It's like I'm sitting here popular. Judging. Yeah, it's like popular now. Yeah, you're like, where were you? Where were you? Like, where were you? Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm not saying that you can't watch it. I'm just like, we could have, we could have been had this conversation. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. So, what has kept you going when it comes to your career? Seeing other people do better than me. Mm. To be honest, is it's, it's like, good. I see them and I'm just like, I know I can be better than you. I know it's, I know mm. it's just give me a chance. I know for a fact, I may fuck up once. I'm sorry, can I curse? Yeah, be <laughs> authentic, bro. <laughs> I may fuck up one time, but after that, it's over with. I'm taking off. I'm gone. I am <laughs> I am making all the Grammys, all mm. the Oscars. That's all mine. So yeah, I just see people. I'm like, I want to do better than you. Mm. I I know that. I told I told some of the people I met, like, yo, I'm gonna do better than you. 
Damn. Give me my time. It's going to be. They be like, okay. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, because it's going to happen. Yeah. I already got the vision. And when I, when I, it's, it's crazy because, you know, you, you hear these stories, like even Kanye, right? I don't know if you watched like uh, his Netflix thing when he, he was literally kind of saying the same things. Like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. But there is like a certain type of conviction that I feel like people who truly believe that, like, even as I'm looking at you saying this, I'm like, I have no doubt that you're going to do it because right. I, I can just, I can see it and I can feel it um, because it's like you're confident in what you do. And the reason why we wanted to ask this question, because I think, I feel like in your industry, it's like you grind, 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 grind until you hit it. And then, and then you're like, oh man, this is where the money is or whatever. Yeah, so right. it's, it's, it's refreshing to hear that. Like, you're like, you know what? I'm going to keep grinding because I know my stuff is good mm. and I know my stuff is better than his stuff. Yeah. Um, but have you ever felt like, like, ah, oh, man, like, I don't know about this or like, has there ever been a point, I guess, where you're like, this is not paying the bills. Uh, of course. Well, this is not paying the bills at all. <laughs> this is all coming out of my pocket. So none of this shit is paying the bills. But yeah. um, <laughs> yes, I've definitely been in that position. I've been in that position multiple times. Mm. Multiple, multiple times. I actually just got out of that position as of last week. Wow. So uh, it's been, wow. it, but it's more like a, I, I psyched myself out and then my friends be like, bro, this is good. You're good. Like stop, stop tweaking. <laughs> like you fine. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. You right, you right. And then I see all. Then I go back to seeing other people do their work, and I'm just like, bro, I know, mine's is better than yours. I know it. So then that like drives me back up. Mm. But it was a time where I was like very, very like low. I I almost like completely stopped doing this, at all. But my friend mm. was like, my friends, they had me help them with their video and I saw their video. I'm like, oh that's good, man. That's actually okay. You know, I can do this again. This is let me stop tweaking. Let me get out. Mm. Get out of my own way, you know. So you, yeah. What what was that experience like though? Like when I guess kind of when you hit your lowest of low, like I don't know. I I might stop it, doing this. It was heavy. It was dark. This make this gonna sound weird. It was wet and cold, <laughs> which so, is a horrible combination. Uh, yeah, yeah. I felt oh. like, uh, and I like, and my vision, like my like actual vision, just got like very very small, mm. and I couldn't see nothing mm. until like I'm like, yeah, I have to get out of this because I'm I'm very self aware. So like once I know I'm going to go in that direction, I'm like, yeah, I'm finna go do something else. I'm finna get out of there. I'm not going down that path no more. So I was very happy when I got out of it. Uh, yeah, it was it was it was not a fun time, but I'm glad it's over. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I can um, only imagine having to create like as a creative. So I I do music, I do too many things, and I feel like when you are creating, that's when you're at the most joy, right? Right. Um, but it's almost like. When they when you're it, it gets to a point where you're creating, 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 and there's no uh like reward to it. And then it's like, man, is this still fun? Is this still what I want to do? And I feel like every creative has to come to that 
point multiple times. <laughs> and it sounds like you you have come to it. Do you have like a support system that like keeps you grounded and be like, nah, bro, like snap out of it or like, nah, hey, let's keep pushing or maybe like let's transition from that. Like, and if you do, who would your support system be? Uh, I would say it's the the friends I made along the way that definitely helped keep me up. Like, I got two homies that like are basically my team that I go to. I'm going to shout them out, too. It's my man's Davon, Jacrispy, uh, and then my homie Ade, Sensei Ade. You know, I keep them keep them real close. They, like, really help me mm. out. Other than that, like I said, I'm very self-aware. So, like, once I know I'm going down that path, if I have to go that way, I'm going to go that way just to see where it's going to take me. Then I'll go right back out. I'm like, mm. all right. I'm going to put my hand in there. <laughs> then I'm going to be like, all right, we good. Yeah. Been there long enough. But other than that, music too. Music helps me out a lot. Mm. There's always a song that'll help you get out the funk. That that's so true. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what music are you like? Do you have on repeat right now? Right. Oh, why would you do that? Why would you? That was a great question. <laughs> right now. So Smino just put out an album. <laughs> Shmino put out an album, so I've been playing that. Uh, Jid, I like um, Just Dance and um, no, not Just Dance. It's called Dance Now and uh, Cody Blue 31. I think that's what it's called. So I got those on repeat. And then the one song I always uh, just play just for the fudge of it is um, where did it go? Where did it go? Come back. No, come back. <laughs> Come back. Ah, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It went away. No, I can't catch good. it. No, you good? <laughs> catch it. But I will say this song right now is playing in my head is uh, "One More Time" by Daft Punk. Yeah. So that's that's really, I'm gonna go with that answer right here. One more <laughs> time. Right. That's what's up. Um, talk to us about where you find joy in rest. Uh, I find joy in um, filmmaking. Filmmaking, going to locations, taking pictures, just being around my crew. That's where like I feel like I'm at my happiest, and like it's a it's a really good time. And then I find like rest uh, with with my girlfriend. You know, she's pretty she's pretty cool. She be all supportive and shit. And I'm like yeah. Yeah, you know, that's cool. I could relax here. <laughs> yeah. Be on his fields, butterflies and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> if it's not one of those two, I'm either at work or at the house. Mm. And there's no new games to play, so <laughs> I gotta edit. <laughs> I gotta edit. So yeah. Yeah. Can you I'm I'm curious, can you talk about the process of like getting like like building one of your films or even like one of your uh, web series, like what does that, what does that process look like? And I now, I know you like, you're doing like live stuff now. And like, what does the process look like to get to a Netflix or uh, whatever you, you want to put it on? Okay. Uh, you know, it always starts off with an idea. 
always starts off with an idea. I'm I'm gonna talk about my subject series, for example. That's the one I've been working on the longest. Mm-hmm. Uh, that came about with I wanted to see more black superheroes, right? That was that was the concept, just more black superheroes. And then I'm like, I'm also kind of lazy, <laughs> so I'm like, I'm gonna just turn myself into a superhero. Fudge it, we gonna do that. And I just did that. And that's what my character is based off of, an uh, exaggerated version of myself. Mm. Mm. So I just took that concept and then I put my friends in there. I just used them and I exaggerated them. And well, more, I asked them, what did you want to act like in here? And they gave me a concept and then I took that and I exaggerated yeah, I them. Yeah. So it that was the concept, the idea more black superheroes turn yourself into a black superhero then the story came about and i'm like all right what i want the story to be and that is still going like it's it's still i'm i got the concept i know the story i know what it is now but like that took the two years of the show to actually come about with the story Mm. and now that is going on to the final chapter of it is really just now solidifying that story getting all the nooks and crannies out, making all the elbows turn. And then like to get it to like Hulu, Netflix and now I just got to give me the room with somebody. Cause I yeah. definitely looking, I've been, I've been, yeah. like, I've been Googling. How do you pitch to Netflix? How do you pitch to such and such? And they tell you, yeah, this is how you do it. I'm like, so where do I sign up? Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> okay that's not helping me but i i got my pitch ready it's yeah it's here that's what's up man i i i like i said i think i think it's gonna happen and i love that concept about you're right there's not a lot of black superheroes i mean growing up i can remember what static shock that one green lantern Johnson. one one green lantern <laughs> I, you got any tony like i can't think of no think, like i'm trying to th- Who'd you say? Growing up, that those are the only two. Like actually, like growing up, uh, yeah. and Storm from X Men. Yeah. Oh, yes. And then um, there was, wasn't there like a Black Power Ranger? Oh yeah. It was like there was one. Yeah, it was one Black Power Ranger. Yeah. <laughs> it, but well, well, even going with that, like, it's hard to find black superheroes that didn't come from, uh, crime or. Some yeah. type of negative circumstance, right? And that's actually where I really love the part of my show because, like, we are regular, regular people. Like, the, my concept is, hey, you want superpowers? Yeah. All right, there you go. Done. <laughs> there you go. It's, it's it's happened. You have powers now. There's nothing else you can do about it. So that's that's what I liked. So because nobody really has like a. No, people have backgrounds, but nobody has like a bad background. There's like, mm. I, I, my family was murdered. And now I have to do this, or I used to do drugs, and now I don't want to no more because it ruined my life. It's none of that. It's here you go. Here's your powers, bro. See what you do with that. Yeah, mm. that's so good. Yeah, because I, I think representation is is very important, and I love that you're, you're creating this, for. A young black man, you know, who's or a kid who's looking and be like, wow, there's a superhero. There's actually a lot of them and they're friends and they're, you know, and I, and I love that you're doing that because I think representation is huge 
when it comes to like anything and like who knows like the young filmmaker you're inspiring so i just want to encourage you to keep pushing and like it's it's awesome with the way you're doing it too because it truly is mm -hmm. like authentically you and i love that yeah it's so dope i appreciate it i did want to ask our last two questions here um you kind of mentioned some things, but I do want to know what do you think your biggest challenge um, in life has been, whether it's been with filmmaking or moving or whatever, what do you think your biggest challenge in life has been? Mm, just staying focused. Staying, staying focused is challenge number one. And uh, challenge number two, um, connecting with people on like a... Cause I'm not mm. saying I'm an introvert, but I'm definitely borderline introvert, extrovert. Like I'm teetering back and forth. So it's the connecting with people and staying connected is that's, I guess, the big struggle of it. Cause I know this is a team thing. And I always, I, whenever I'm filmmaking, I'm always like, this is a team thing. But got my team be like, no, it's your idea. You're doing this. And then I'm like, no, it's not me. It's not me at all. I can't do this without y'all. So it's, it's, yeah. uh, it's a group group effort so I, I that would be number one yeah connecting interacting with people mm. biggest uh, challenge of my myself otherwise just staying focused and keeping the grind together because that you can get distracted real easily mm. you can yeah. give up real easily and i choose i refuse i refuse to do those two things so yeah would you say um this is a side note. Would you say the the pandemic amplified that? It amplified my drive, actually. Wow. Okay. The pandemic actually made me go harder because I was definitely like, I don't. I'm not saying I don't care. Y'all get sick, but y'all gonna do this. Y'all, are <laughs> here and do it. Not saying like yes, I understand people are sick and dying, but also I have a dream, and it's gonna get done. Whether you're here or not, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. So it, you it, have it, goals. You're gonna get them. Yeah. <laughs> so it definitely pushed me a lot further. I actually wrote my third season, third and fourth season through the pandemic. So that's awesome. Yeah. Dang. That's great. Um, we did want to close with this last question. And I feel like we got we got so much of it in this interview. But what do you what do you think it means to be authentically you? It means to just stop worrying about other people, mm. whatever it is, whatever mm. you feel like you are. Just do it. Just do you. Don't worry about what other people don't care what they think of you or, or any of that. Just just be yourself. Wear what you want. Do what you want. That's not illegal. <laughs> <laughs> uh and and just like be a free thinker don't follow the trends yeah especially i'm gonna i'm gonna stop right there just don't follow the trends i love that be a free thinker yeah, that's I so that. good that's amazing you are like you're a genius i i feel like you're a genius like way before your your times and it's like i'm gonna remember this interview because i feel like like where you're going to be in five years and 10 years is going to be like so yeah. unique and so different than like yeah. probably anybody that you're, you're working with now. Uh, so just keep pushing, bro. 
we with we're we're rooting for you and we're gonna continue oh, to root for, for sure. you. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, um, that's so good. We did want to transition to our next segment. It is called Rapid Fire. Beep, 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 beep. Now, Rapid Fire is where we just ask you three questions, and it's going to be the first thing that comes to mind. Don't pass go. Don't phone a friend. Just the first thing that comes to mind. You sure I can't phone a friend? Yeah, no no phone. Uh, we, haven't, we actually haven't had anybody do that yet, so that'd be interesting. Anyways, um... <laughs> <laughs> first question is dc or marvel marvel that was quick wonderful why 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 it's um i like color it's more colorful more more colorful their characters are a lot more detailed than you think um i can name you no, that's a lot. I can name you more my favorite DC character than I can Marvel. I can name my more favorite storylines of Marvel mm. than I can DC. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like that. This is up. What would you say to your younger self? Stop being a wimp. Mm. <laughs> Just stop being a wimp. Go, go harder. You do better. You know you can. Don't be scared. Mm, I love that. Wow. Yeah, that's good. Last question. It's super deep too. Super deep question. Great. Would you all would you rather only be able to travel by flight? Like in order to like go get a glass of water, you have to fly to it. Like you can't walk to it. Or would you only be able to teleport, but you can only teleport to things that you've seen. So you can only teleport. Teleport. You rather teleport? I'd rather teleport. I hate heights. I'd rather teleport. <laughs> I, I, I'd rather teleport. If I can look at it and just go to it, yeah, sure. I know it's going to be really, really hard to like master that because I can't, I guess I literally can't grab this remote over here. But yeah, I'd rather teleport. <laughs> I can do that. It's <laughs> one of my superpowers anyway in my show. I teleport. So perfect. It's there. Look at that. That's awesome. Well, thank you again, the immortal DJ, for hopping on our podcast. Um, let the people know where they can find you, what you got coming next. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and YouTube at the immortal DJ, all one word. Um, up next, look out for the subject season four continuation uh, movie coming out. And then I have another secret project in the works, another original idea of mine exclusive y'all you heard it here first you heard it here first on authentically us the podcast man thank you again um like i said we are rooting yeah. for you and anything that we can do to help um you know we'll, we'll do that also we tell everybody when they hop on our podcast once you are now part of our metaverse so you're always welcome to come back on um maybe hop on another interview whatever it looks like but we're thankful for you and thanks again for hopping on. Thank you. Yeah, man. thanks, man. Thank you. This is this has been a life like eye opener for me. So I really appreciate this. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, of course. Until next time, be authentic in everything that you do. Tony, I just don't think we miss. We don't. We we don't. It's it's good and 
We're about to be number one podcast here soon. <laughs> you heard it here first. Number one in the building. Yes. I hope Man. so. It, it, <laughs> <laughs> His story was so good, man. Um, yeah. Just, you know, being able to hear, you know, where he's come in his career and have him talk about that, like, he's going to do it better than people he sees. And, like, it's not a cockiness, but just a confidence. And so I just, I love, you know, seeing his drive and I'm excited to see where he goes. Yeah, me too. Like, like just to, like to visually see how he meant every word about it. And like you're right. It's not cockiness. He's, he's just very confident in his work. Um, and he's confident of like his drive and what, what he can do. Um, I think that is going to go a long way. And I love that he's he's truly just been authentically him, you know, when he was talking about anime and how he was like, yeah, I never, never hit it. Never felt like I had to hide it. And I know so many black people who were just like, ah, ah do I watch <laughs> anime? I don't know. Like, <laughs> Honestly, I would say I, growing up, I was I would watch anime. I'd watch Dragon Ball Z and all these things. And then once people would like talk bad about it or I guess make fun of people for watching anime. I stopped. You know? Yeah, but like growing up, was Dragon Ball Z classified as anime or just a cartoon? I thought it was a cartoon, but that's like, what I thought. But I've heard people who are big into anime say that is anime. Great. So I don't know. You Guys, can tell we're not big on anime. Yeah, don't come for me. Don't come for me in the comments. Don't drag us for this either. <laughs> no. Well, y'all know what time it is. It is the segment of all segments. The friendship quiz. And in his friendship quiz. I don't know who's a better friend at this point. But <laughs> I, what I do know is that Tony is a very attractive man. That's all I got. That's all I got. But I'm going to get this question right. I'm flattered. Um, Conroy, what grade did I move to Chambersburg in? What grade? Do I get any hint? Do I get any hint? What, What type of hint do you want that wouldn't give it away? Okay. Was it... If it... Can you let me know if it was it elementary? Because if it's elementary, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna be guessing. No. Okay, great. I okay, so then I think I know. I think it was uh sixth grade. Wait! Hold on, Tony. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I th- I remember you at Cam's. Which was our middle school for those who don't know. Was it seventh? Was it sixth? First instinct, sixth. You were wrong. When was it? I never went to Cam's. It was eighth grade. Are you kidding me? Faust. Sick of this. (laughs) I'm sick of this, Tony. You keep trying to trick me with these questions. 
making me go back in the memory brand memory bank it's not fair well we are good friends i we promise <laughs> at least we we claim to be if we're not good friends we're learning we're learning you guys are on this process with us so hey y'all thank you again for hopping on hey give us a like share this uh tell somebody about us and until next time be authentic in everything that you do peace peace